This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. Hey guys, welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name's John, sitting here with Aaron as always. Aaron, what's up? Hey, John. I'm excited once again to be in the studio. Absolutely. Oh, man. I get Always. so pumped up to come in That's here. That's okay. Oh, I, I love it, man. I'm excited. We got some good topics. We're going to drop some real information that you've learned uh, as a pro Absolute, wrestler. That I've picked up over the years. Mm-hmm. Some stuff that I think can help a lot of you guys. And real quick, before we get started again, I wanted to mention, please give this podcast a share. Give it a review. And check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, anywhere that you like to listen to your podcast. It's absolutely free and free for all. So the way we keep that free, guys, is that you like, you rate, you review this pod, you subscribe to it, and you share it with your friend, okay? So I try to keep these episodes real quick. You can listen to them on your commute, or you can knock them out and know you don't need a ton of time while you're doing it. So here we go, guys. We're going to dive right into it. I think we've got a fun one today. So I'm going to talk about today a way to instantly improve your live promos with two tips, okay? So standing up in front of people and speaking is terrifying for some. But cutting a promo live in the ring is a part of pro wrestling that cannot be ignored. Some people will be naturals. Some people are going to struggle, though. But everyone has to be ready to talk, speak, and be successful. So today, we're going to hit you with quick, just two, two simple tips that are going to instantly improve your promo ability in front of a live audience, guys. I'm talking about when you're in the ring, you got the stick, you got the microphone in your hand, and you're talking to a live crowd. Specifically, we're talking about that in the future, I think, and in the past as well, we've talked about cutting you know, backstage vignettes and promos and stuff. I'm going to really dive into those in the future as well. And there's more than two tips, okay? Today, we're just going to focus on two, though. That's what I want to hit you with because you can really improve yourself with just these two tips today, guys. So before we get started, head on over to YouTube. You know we got a YouTube channel? Check out at How to Become a Pro Wrestler on YouTube. We got some videos on there for you to check out. Share those as well. Give us a like and a subscription on YouTube. So now, note that I said simple when it comes to these tips. That doesn't mean that they're easy, okay? Simple, not easy. It takes time and it takes effort. It takes time under tension. It takes reps to get skilled at promos just like anything else in life, just like the gym, just like pro wrestling. You got to try it, you got to go through it, you got to fail sometimes, and you got to keep experiencing it to get better at it. So everyone is different. Public speaking comes naturally to some. I myself, talking about me, I'm a quiet guy. I really am. I'm a quiet guy most of the time. So one of the most common things that people always tell me when they watch me cut a pro wrestling promo or something is, wow, I never expect you to talk that confidently in front of a live crowd. That part, it's part of the skill set, guys. It took me years to build on that, and it took me a lot of time under tension to really get good at that. So you know, on the flip side, many outgoing individuals, many people that I've met that are just like crazy and they're super friendly to be around or they're, they're, all, they're, you know, they're hyper, they're passionate, and they're talking nonstop, find themselves stumbling over words and fumbling for punchlines when it comes you know, to talking live when they're handed a microphone in the ring. Everybody's different, okay? So my point is that it's okay that you're not Ric Flair the first time you speak, all right? Like everything, it's gonna take repeated efforts even for the naturals, it's going to take effort to really bring this stuff home, you know, to perfect talking with the bright lights in your face and, and fans who have paid money 
listening to every single word. It's intimidating, even for the people that are good at it. All right, so it takes time to experience that and get better at it. So we have done an episode in the past about crafting the pro wrestling promo step by step. So please go back, give that a listen. You know, there are so many tips, so many nuances involved with promo construction and delivery. Um, today, I'm just hitting you with two quick tips that are going to immediately improve your live in-ring promo, though. So, But go back if you want a more detailed look at kind of the skeleton of how you should put together a promo. But today, I want to give you some tips for you that are in the ring cutting promos. And remember... You can follow How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Just type in at How to Become a Pro Wrestler on Facebook and on Instagram. Find us on there. Give us a follow, okay? You get updates on all the podcasts and everything else that we're up to. All right, so you ready? Tip number one. Aaron, are you ready? I'm ready, man. All right. Give it to him. Number one, I want you to stay still. Remember, guys, I said simple, but apparently just from me watching a lot of the local live pro wrestling, it's not easy. You're moving too much. That's what I'm saying. So let me start off by saying this. No rules, nothing is 100%, okay? Uh, so you're going to, you're gonna, you know, I don't want to get a bunch of DMs that say, well, this guy moves around like crazy and he's super successful. All right, that's great. It's, it, you know, you're absolutely right because no rules are 100%. But I'm telling you right now, if you take a look at your stuff, you can improve yourself by staying still. So plenty of guys, like I said, are making a killing, cutting promos and moving back and forth. But someone who is struggling to make a connection with their promos, with that live audience, can benefit a great deal by sticking to center ring and focusing. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me expand upon that a bit and add the, guy, the, the guys that you may point to and say, oh, hey, look, he's moving. I want you to, you know, you're going to say, well, The Rock moves back and forth like crazy. Okay, take a look at him. Take a look at him, and I bet you he's actually moving a lot less than you think he is. So let's get into that a little bit. So as you move, it's easy to distract yourself. This is kind of where the problem comes from with guys who are bouncing back and forth and moving a lot. As you move, you're going to get distracted. So without even realizing it, you're going to lose focus, you're going to stumble your words, and the worst thing in the world, you're going to freaking cross your feet and stumble your feet. You know, that's worst case scenario. But really, it's just about keeping focus. You're out there to deliver a message, right? That's something else we talked about promos in the past. You should have a clear message, get it, get that point across. Don't lose your focus by walking around, looking at this person, looking at that person, getting a light in your eyes over here, and it's dark over here. You never know if a building is going to have the, the house lights on and you can see everything. Some shows have the bright lights right on the ring post to where you're blind to the audience, but they're there. There's, there's hundreds of people around you, but you can't see them. It's going to be different, and the more you move around, the more distracted you're going to get. So plant yourself center ring. Does this company have a hard camera? So the hard camera is typically the big main, if you're watching Monday Night Raw, it's that big main center crowd camera that focuses on the entire ring and everything around it. It's not the ones that are moving on the floor. It's in a fixed position. It's on a tripod, whatever you want to call it. So not every company has these, by the way, but this is also something good to ask. You can ask people while you're introducing yourself and being polite and making your rounds at the beginning of a show, you can pay attention to the ring or ask the the, the the, you know, the crew around the ring and stuff, do you have a hard cam? All right. So that way you have a reference point. All right. Does this company have a hard camera? If so, use that as your front and center. Just make that your front and center. So unless that company 
this is this is kind of another topic, but like unless that company actually makes a profit selling DVDs and streaming and stuff, it's not super important that you dedicate everything you do to a hard camera, but it is still a perfect reference point for you when you're getting told by me right now, you need to stay still and you need to stay ring center. And then you're gonna ask me, well, what side should I focus on? The hard camera is a great place to start. Okay, so use that as your, you know, that's a perfect reference point. That's the first place that you can start. So keep your range of motion centered towards that camera. And if you do move, make it slight movements to the left, to the right, but keeping your head and chest pretty much facing that camera. Even if you make subtle glances to the left or right, your head and chest stay focused and turned towards that camera the entire time. You can survey that entire side of the room easily from this singular position and decide whether right or left needs a little bit of extra attention, which I'm gonna get into here in a second. So if you've cut live promos before, go back and watch yourself, if you can, if you have that footage. If a company provides you with that or if you recorded it yourself, which is another great thing to do. Everybody's got a cell phone nowadays. You might record your performance so you can go back and critique yourself. So did you move around a lot? Do you consider it to be a successful promo or not? So if you cut a promo and you're like, man, I just was not in my zone, go back, watch it. Why? Was it just the words? That's what a lot of people focus on when it comes to promo time. They're thinking about what did I say? Was my promo not good enough? But maybe you distracted yourself. Maybe you moved too much. You distracted yourself. Did that have anything to do with it? Go back and watch and really tell. How much did you move? If it was a super successful promo, did you move around a lot? I think that you can really, really improve your performance on promos just by initiating this singular tip, okay? Just stay planted. Use that hard camera if they have it. If they don't, you might just pick the loudest side of the ring or the, the side of the ring that has the most people. A lot of buildings will have more chairs on one side just based on space. You might use that as your reference point if there's no hard camera. So keep that in mind, guys. All right, that was tip number one. Aaron, you, you think, what do you think about that? Yeah, man, I, I, I love that yeah. tip. Um, just standing still. I know what we've talked about in some of the other podcasts, like some of the things like uh, Bret Hart did, like yeah. whenever he would watch himself and his eyes would move and yep. stuff. I guess he was standing yep. still, but he didn't like that movement. Yeah. But just thinking about all the additional movement and how that's sure. maybe not helping pull, to pull the crowd into what right. you're saying um, and getting off a different vibe than what you're trying to get across. I know you mentioned Chris Jericho in one of Absolutely. his first ones yep. and stuff. So, yep. Uh, yeah, great tip, man. He, he, and that's a, that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up because the Chris Jericho, like, uh, like a lot of us, me particularly, like I love Chris Jericho's WWF debut, but if you go back and read his book, he was not a fan of it because he was so cartoonish, not just in his face, but in his mannerisms and the amount that he walked back and forth across the stage. He's like, why did I act like such a cartoon character when I did that? I was trying to be so serious. So that's an interesting thing, you know, and, and look, that his, his debut was super successful. So that's just an example, though, of not being happy with your own personal performance. And maybe it could have been that much better if he would have focused on something like this. So that's just something else to keep in mind, guys. Yeah, and if I can add this, yeah. you know, everyone has favorite TV show or movie mm-hmm. or something that they watch, a favorite character that's on there. And yeah. I know as pro wrestling, you know, we have a character, we right. have certain things we're doing. And I've been watching a lot of Dexter lately. Okay, um, yeah. Just because that new uh, season's supposed to be yeah. coming out, yeah, yeah, so I've been yeah. caught, caught up, up everything. Yeah. But Dexter does this thing whenever he has someone on the table, yeah. and he puts his thumb right on their forehead. Right, right, right. And he does that basically every time when he's kind of telling them what, yeah, why yeah. he's doing what he's doing. Right. But his other mannerisms aren't that much. He's just kind of walking around, just prepping right. all his stuff. It's very it's, slow, easy to follow. It, yeah, but it's that one, that one yeah. thing that I like. 
I, that I remember. It like, stands oh, out. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe that's an additional point. Uh, you know, when I watch promos and as I'm thinking about it, it's usually that one little thing that's just right. them that, you know, it's like, oh, that's it. Because he doesn't do much other than that. But right. if I can. You know. No, that's great. That's a great example. I mean, to, to put it straight into pro wrestling, just think about like The Rock will stand still and talk and talk and talk. And then all of a sudden, he'll slide his glasses down his nose and lift one eyebrow. Yeah. Like, that's such a small, subtle thing. And that's only one of a million things that Rock has done that have been successful. But, like, such a small, tiny little thing. It's not a huge, exaggerated back-and-forth movement at all. Mm -hmm. It's an eyebrow raise. So yeah. that's another great example. All right, guys. So that was tip number one. I'm going to dive right into tip number two. Um, you know, there is nothing at all that's easy about this one. So let me just hit you with it. But this one I'm going to call Start Little fires okay we've i've talked about this exact thing in the past it's been a, a long time it's a, a few episodes back but i really want to jump into it here so there is absolutely nothing easy about this one okay arguably it's not really simple either so i mean let's talk about it though um bringing it to the front of your mind when it comes to performing live is super crucial though so the very fact that you're listening to this podcast that you're going to hear me talk about it right now is now going to put it in the forefront of your mind to where you can start developing this skill as you go along so this this one's really not going to come easy to anyone but it's really only going to come to those who have practiced numerous times but it is one of the most crucial things that you can do in front of a live audience and like i said i'm calling it start little fires okay so when i say start little fires what i really truly mean is pay attention to the fans Okay, pay attention to the fans and adjust if you need to. Just like a match, sometimes your promos are going to need a little bit of course correction. Okay, they may be pivoting in one way or the other, and depending on how the crowd's reacting, you may want to lean into that one way. So, as you speak, are you getting better responses from a particular side of the room? Maybe even from a specific group of people, or maybe even from a singular specific person that is really being interactive, really listening to what you're saying, giving you feedback, whether it's good or bad, that, my friends, is your chance to start some little fires in that crowd. So give that specific part of the crowd or even that particular person a little more love. And if you're the bad guy, that means give them a little more hate. Okay? You know, the, be true to your character. So more attention in general is what I mean for that particular person when they're making that much noise and they're giving you that much of their attention, okay? So if they're already giving you a better responses than the rest of the crowd, it's time to really get them going by giving them that extra love, okay? The idea is to fire those individuals up, like if it's a group of particular rowdy people, fire those individuals up, and as their interactions grow and the rest of the crowd realizes you're giving these people some special attention, now people that are two rows back from them, maybe four rows back from them, maybe even on the opposite side of the room from them, will come alive. You can call it jealousy, you can call it whatever you want, but remember, most of the time when it comes to fans, talking about fans of pro wrestling, they kind of want to be you, right? They want your position. They want to be the pro wrestler in the ring and whatever happened in their life to where they couldn't be that person, so now they've just become the ultimate fan. They're living vicariously through you or they're living their dream of being the good guy or the bad guy vicariously through you by opposing you, whatever it is. Um, they wish they were you or they wish they were in your position. So you want them, they, they want to be the center of attention like you are. So you can use that to your advantage. Those little fires that you start to create, you got this guy fired up. He was already, you know, giving you a lot of attention. 
Now you give him some attention, and he's going crazy now. And two guys down from him, they're like, whoa, holy crap. Like, oh, this guy's getting loud. Let's get loud. And then three rows back from them, they're like, man, everybody's getting rowdy. Let's get rowdy. And then across the other side of the room, they're like, well, that side of the room's way louder than us. Let's get loud. It really works, guys. It takes some practice, but it absolutely works. You know, the worst thing that you can do is completely ignore lively fans. Uh, I mean, just because you've gotten a signed speech in your head, you know, you've been practicing a speech over and over again, and you think you just got to go up there and just monotone deliver that and then walk away. That's the worst thing you can do, guys. I mean, I don't want you to lose your point. I don't want you to lose your focus. I want you to still deliver your message. But you can't ignore the fans, especially if that's what you want to create a awesome pro wrestling environment. So learn to move like water. We've talked about that in the past. Bruce Lee, flow with the natural changes that occur in the ring, okay? That's not just your matches. We focus so hard on just the moves and the matches and stuff. That's promos too, guys. When you're by yourself in the ring, yeah, you're by yourself, but you've got all those fans around you that you can interact with. So, I mean, what do you think, Aaron? I mean, if you go to a, you go to a show... And, and, and you're loud and lively and stuff. I mean, you want to be entertained. You want to be a part of the show. So you want a raucous crowd. Like, that's what you want to create. Yeah, no, I like the point where you said jealous because I've been to some sporting events where I'm like, dude, I wish I was sitting in that section. Right. You know, they're having so much fun yes. over there. And I'm the only one rowdy, you know, kind of going yeah. to this one. So, um, no, I, I love that. Start Little Fires. And I hadn't thought about uh, yeah. about the wrestler actually doing that. Yeah. But, you know, uh, there's one lady in particular that are usually at these local shows that's always yeah, yeah. into it. Yeah. And I'm going to have to watch her next time because her section does seem to build. Absolutely. And then it does spread a little bit. Um, I saw that with me and my cousin uh, went to a, um, a show up in Tulsa. And uh, we were just loving this one guy. Yeah. And, just, uh, and he was supposed to be um, a baby face. But he just kind of did something we didn't like. So we right. started booing right, him right, and right, just kind of right. giving him the opposite there. Yeah. And it was funny to see the crowd kind of react, even right. just to us sure. as fans. I'm like, "What are they like? What, what's yeah, going yeah. on?" Yeah, so they want everybody wants to know what's happening. Yeah, yeah yes. what's going on? But in the end, I mean, it is about the fans. Absolutely, it, it's all about the fans. Absolutely. Um, I think I do this in coaching without thinking about it. Where you know, if you're coaching a group, right, um, and they're working out, and you'll have some people that like their intensity is like a like a ten, and right. then you have some people on the other side, and their intensity is like a five. Yes. So it's all about trying to get everyone's yes. intensity it, up. Bring it up. Up, yeah, yeah. Get, a, get a good medium for yeah, everyone. Yeah, so you're yeah. kind of working the room. You're like Absolutely. trying to get this guy pumped up to go harder, and sometimes you're trying to make him jealous. It's like, no, man, Joe sure. is crushing this. Come yeah. on, come on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so kind of the same thing. But, man, that is I, – I think you mentioned that once before, but I yes. love it's that. It's been a while for sure. I think, man, you're talking about two that it's going to dramatically change if they can do those two things. Right. Man, you are – I think you are spot on. That is it. I used to I, – I, I listened or I or, – yeah, I – I think I read an article recently. Um, yeah, that's what it was. It was like just a, an old article from a magazine or something where Eddie Guerrero was talking about um, before a show started, like if you're, say you're backstage at Monday Night Raw or something, and, you know, they're, they're, they're counting down to where, okay, we're getting ready to start the show. And, uh, you know, backstage, they're letting you know and stuff. And what he would do is he would walk through the curtain, like off to the side where no one could see him, and when they bring the house lights down right before they, you know, shoot the pyro off or whatever right. they're going to do, every time, every time, every show, no matter where you're at, when they bring the house lights down, the crowd goes crazy. Mm -hmm. They're like, because they're, they're excited. They're there and it's about to start. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he would go out there and he would listen and he'd be like, is it high pitched screams? Is it, is the crowd just full of kids tonight? Is it, 
sound like it's full of more women than men? Does it sound like it's full of more men than women? And he would adjust his performance based on what he heard out there. So that's a great tip. And it, it made me think of something that I did, which was, you know, way less cool than Eddie Guerrero. But like I would and you can't get away with this everywhere. But at certain shows, if they had a like, you know, like a little a little earlier meet and greet or something or maybe right before in that kind of instance where right before the show is going to happen, I would actually break the curtain and walk around the ring and get some interaction with fans. It was easy for me, like as the bad guy, I, I guess. For, for me, it's always been easier to be a bad guy. So, like, I, because I can go out there and make people dislike me. So, I can just look mm-hmm. at someone and instantly they are going to know, like, well, this guy's not nice. Right. So, I would go out there and before the show even started, I would immediately walk out there, give a few people some dirty looks. And as soon as I started realizing which people were more upset by that, I'd be like, boom, when I come out later, I am going to look straight at this person. Yeah. And I'm going to start a little fire right there. So that's a, that's a great – I mean, it's something – just some little tips that you can do. You can't get away with that everywhere, guys. Do not start breaking curtain without the permission of your promoters and stuff. But uh, um, the, the other tip about, like, actually listening to how the crowd mm-hmm. is making noise and stuff and being like, oh, this is full of men – so they're going to want more fighting. They're going to want more like straight wrestling and fighting and whatnot. Or, you know, it's, it's full of kids. They're going to want a little more entertainment. Maybe mm-hmm. I can do some more comedy stuff. You know, so you, you got to gauge that and adjust on the fly. Okay. So like I said, you know, there are no 100% rules when it comes to this stuff. Everything has got its subtle variations. You've got to be ready for anything. And to become that, you've got to experience everything. All right. So get out there. Experiment. Practice, get your reps in, spend some time under tension, and grow as a performer. Guys, that was two tips that I gave you today. I want you to implement those tips. Maybe just start with one, right? Start with one next time you go out there and deliver a promo. Or if you think you got one, try the other. There you go. Let me know how it goes, all right? Head on over to Facebook. Join us at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. You can join our private Facebook group, and you can let me know what you think about these two tips. And please let me know if you try either one of these tips. I would love to hear that, guys, or if you have any instances about stuff like Aaron and I talked about today. So thanks for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity. Take it.